Welcome to episode 7 of Unsportsmanlike Conduct, and if you live underneath a bridge or have not had access to a television, you will likely know that March Madness is coming up this week, and the brackets were released last Sunday, and we have our bracket here ready to be picked. For those of, for those people who don't know what, what March Madness is, can you kind of explain what it is? March Madness is a holy tradition of men's basketball where 68 teams make a turn make a field of uh, 68 teams 64 teams well i'm including the playing games okay so there's 68 teams total but then there's playing games anyway and it's absolutely wild every year there's always upsets it's makes for entertaining tv and it happens in march so they called it march madness how was that for my explanation don't leave out women's basketball yeah, they, they just dubbed it March Madness as well. It's not as entertaining. Normally the one seeds get there. Last year, though, women's basketball was actually kind of entertaining. Had a couple high seeds in the Final Four. True. So maybe we're getting a little more balance in women. It'll get a little more chaotic. That'll be the hope because I'd love for both sides to have a chaotic tournament because everybody loves chaos. Yes. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're just going to kind of run through the bracket tell you what we think and who we think is going to win each matchup and yeah we'll just kind of give you our thoughts and opinions on each matchup uh do you want to start us off which region do you want to start in let's start with the weast region the weast region you want to go first yeah so we in the one versus 16 seed matchup it's gonzaga and georgia state who you got in that one pat i got georgia state I'm just kidding. I oh, got Gonzaga. Man. Yeah, I also have Gonzaga. I think they're definitely one of the teams that could go all the way. I feel like there's a handful of maybe six teams that I feel could win the tournament, and Gonzaga is definitely up there as far as that goes. Um, the next matchup in that region is the 8-9 matchup. You've got the 8-seeded Boise State Broncos and then the 9th seed Memphis Tigers. Uh, I always like the 8-9 matchups because I feel like they're the closest ones, obviously. The seeds are the closest they can get, so I feel like the the games are always really exciting. So who you got in that one, Pat? Um, I know they usually don't do well in the tournament, but they did have a very good year this year. Give me Boise State this year in that matchup. Yeah, um, I've been anti-Memphis this year just because I – I don't know if Penny Hardaway is a great coach. I know he's a great recruiter because he's brought in some a lot of good players, but I feel like late in the year they've really kind of stepped it up. Um, they lost in the final of the American Conference Championship, but my pick is with Memphis. I just think they've got a lot of talent with that roster, and if they can put it together for a couple games, even though they're going to probably play Gonzaga in the round of 32, I feel like this Memphis team is a team that if they get hot at the right time, they could make a Sweet 16 run. Well, I could be completely wrong on that one, but I feel like they've got the type of talent and the type of players that could lead them to that level. The next two matchups, the 5-12 and 12 and the 4-13, and 13 are all also interesting, but for different reasons. Normally in every tournament, we see an upset somewhere in this bracket lo- or in this seed line. Um, I think this... So the next matchup will go into the 5-12 of... The Connecticut Huskies and the New Mexico State Aggies is one of those matchups that has the potential to have an upset in it. So who do you have in that one, Pat? I have UConn in that matchup. 
I do too. Oh, sorry. Did I cut you off? It's going to ask, what about you, sir? Oh, sorry about that. Cut you off there. I also have UConn, but like I said before, I think this game could be a bit closer than some people think. Um, so I think New Mexico State might have a shot at knocking them off, but yeah, I also have UConn. Um, next up is the four versus the 13, Arkansas as the four seed and Vermont, the 13 seed. Um, Vermont always seems to make the tournament at this time in, or by winning their conference tournament in the American East. And they're always got a really solid team. Who do you got in this one, Pat? Um, I got Vermont taking down Arkansas. Yeah, I know we had talked about this matchup a little bit earlier in the week, and you had mentioned the fact that you think this Vermont team has the juice to knock off Arkansas. Um, I do have Arkansas, but like you've kind of stated over the course of this week, I do think Vermont has a shot at it. Um, but I think Arkansas, I've liked what I've seen out of them this year, and I think they'll at least win one game in the tournament this year. Next up is Alabama. The sixth seed going up against the 11th seed. Um, it'll come out of the game that'll be played tonight. Rutgers versus Notre Dame. First off, do you think Rutger, who do you think wins tonight? Rutgers or Notre Dame? Rutgers. Think Rutgers wins? Yeah. As you can, you can't see, but Pat can. And I am wearing my Notre Dame jersey, my Notre Dame shorts, and my Notre Dame socks. So I, I'm going to hopefully take Notre Dame in that game, but I do think Alabama wins this first-round matchup regardless of who wins the first four game tonight. I just don't trust Notre Dame anymore after getting blown out to Virginia Tech. That's true, but my thing with Virginia Tech is they, they played a really good ACC tournament, and they blew out Duke in the final. And I think Notre Dame just ran into a buzzsaw at the wrong time. Because Virginia Tech headed into the ACC tournament was one of the hottest teams in the country. Like they started their ACC play like two and seven, and they finished eleven and nine. So they w only lost two games like the back half of the year. So I think Virginia Tech they just got hot, and Notre Dame ran into them at the wrong time. Uh, the next matchup is the three seed Texas Tech versus the fourteen seed Montana State. Who do you have in this one, Pat? We got Texas Tech in this matchup. I do as well. I really like that Texas Tech team. Uh, good balance of youth and uh, transfers and experience, whatever you want to call it. So I, I think that that team is really solid. I'll finish up the West region as far as this first round, and then you can take us into the next region, and you can kind of lead us through it. Just and we'll kind of alternate off like that if that works for you. Bing bong. Bing bong. Next up is the 7-10 matchup of the 7-seed Michigan State and the 10-seed the Davidson Wildcats. Uh, who you got in this one, Pat? I got Davidson only because I don't trust Michigan State, and also I hate Michigan State. And, yeah, I just think Davidson's the better team out of these two, and I just think Michigan State's just going to fall apart. I feel like they have towards the end of the year, and I just don't see them winning this matchup. Yeah, um, I agree with you. For I, I don't mind Michigan State as a team, so I do not hate them, as you said you do, but I don't trust them, and therefore I'm going to go Davidson. Um, I think Michigan State just got an unlucky uh, matchup with Davidson, and there's another Big Ten team um, that I also think got a really unlucky matchup that I think will go down in the first round. Um, so it should be interesting how that game goes. And then the last game in the round of 64 for the West region is Duke and Cal State Fullerton. Who do you have winning that one? I've got Duke 
Um, I know they just came off a loss, but I think they'll at least win their first game. I mean, we'll get later into it, but I'm, it'll be interesting to see that Davidson-Duke matchup, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Yep, I definitely agree there. I think Duke definitely wins their first game, but I think the next two games with Davidson and then a potential matchup with Texas Tech and Alabama could be very dangerous for Duke. I think they got a really unlucky draw with who they have to face to get far into this tournament, so that should be interesting. Um, which region would you like to lead us into next, Pat? And then you can kind of take the... Let's talk about Rains. the for the next region. Let's talk about the South region. Sounds good. Uh, you can go ahead and just kind of lead us through it. Okay. So in the first matchup in the South region, we have the Arizona State. Nope, just Arizona against um, who I'm gonna think wins this matchup uh, is Bryant. Um, and in that matchup, I have Arizona winning that game. What do you think? Yeah, I'd have to agree. In that first four game against with Wright State versus Bryant, I'd have to agree. I do think Bryant takes it. They have the nation's leader, leading scorer and Peter Kiss. Um, but, yeah, I do think Arizona knocks I, – I, I shouldn't say knocks off because Arizona is the one seed and Bryant's the 16th seed. But I do think Arizona wins that game regardless of – who comes out of that 16th seed? And the next, we've got 8 seed Seton Hall and 9 seed TCU. In this game, I think I'm going to have to lead more towards uh, probably TCU. Um, this is a team who I think has a chance to make some noise in the tournament. And I just think Seton Hall does, I mean, they have a chance, but I just think there was, they're one of those teams who could be on upset alert. Yeah, I'm also taking TCU. Uh, TCU was able to knock off Kansas once this year. It was late in the year, too, so they've done it recently. It wasn't like the beginning of the year and they just got hot early. It's been very recent. And Seton Hall, they didn't beat Villanova. They didn't beat any of the big dogs, really, in the Big East. They beat UConn. Eh, they were. UConn was like a fringe-ranked team. But I guess you could consider one of them the big dogs. That's fair. But I'm still going to take TCU. I just think I think they got a little bit more to their roster than Seton Hall does. And the next matchup, we've got 5-seed Houston and 12-seed UAB. In this matchup, I think I'm probably going to have to lead in towards Houston because they're definitely the better team. But don't be surprised that they lose because, you know, I'm going to have to probably pick UAB um, just because they're another team who Houston... Though they did come up hot late in the year, I do think they are vulnerable to losing. And I think UAB is one of those teams who could make somewhat, a pu- make somewhat of a push. I feel like as we keep going down, there's going to be a lot of upset alerts in the South region. So that's just my thoughts on it. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you there. I do have Houston winning it, but like you said, I think UAB has the talent to keep this game close. And I wouldn't be surprised if UAB does pull off the upset, but I'm still going to stick with Houston in that game. And the next game, we've got Illinois and Chattanooga. It's so fun to say Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Um, But in this matchup, you know, if you look up and down, I mean, it's going to be a good game. I mean, they're both very good teams, but I think I'm going to have to go with Chattanooga in this matchup. Again, I think that they're the better team. And Illinois has been prone to losing as of late. 
mean, and I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if they can just rely on Kofi Cockburn <laughs> to help them win the game, so. Yeah, it's a very fair point. I don't think Kofi Coburn, as I'm just going to say it correctly, um, I don't know if he has enough help this year in that Illinois team. Obviously, they lost to Sunmu to the draft and he went to the Bulls and he's been very good but I'm still going to take Illinois but uh, I'm kind of going to spoil my round of 32 pick and say I only think they win a game and I think it's because of Kofi Coburn but then I think Houston has the bigs and the talent on those big bigs players that will take down this Illinois team um, but I think Illinois at least gets one win kind of a similar uh, scenario to Arkansas I think they at least grab one win in the tournament uh, but I don't know how much further they go. So that's my take on that game. And the next one, we've got 6-seed Colorado State and 11-seed Michigan. I've got Colorado State. I don't see Michigan winning at all, and if they do, then you can call me a liar, and you can say that I was wrong, and you can say whatever you want, but go Colorado State. Yeah, I have a lot of opinions about that the Michigan team this year. They were almost 500, and they still got in, and I – the argument's been thrown around that it was strength of schedule that they got in on but I don't care what your strength of schedule is if you're around a 500 team you should not be in the tournament although I've just said that I think they beat Colorado State because I think they got a favorable draw but Michigan should not be in this tournament and if they did make the tournament they should have had a first four game and you should have put someone like a Rutgers or an Notre Dame or an IU Especially like an IU team that beat Michigan in the first round of the Big Ten tournament and then won two, one more game. I think they won one more game and then lost in the semis. But no, they went to they lost in the championship game. No, it was Iowa Purdue in the championship game. They lost to Iowa in the semis. Are you sure? Uh, I'm I thought IU was in the. No, they played. Uh, they played Iowa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah, yeah. semis. Yep, 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 Because yep, yep, yep. they beat Illinois, the one seed. Yep, yep, yep. So um, I don't really pay attention to the Big Ten, so I don't really know these things. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, I even though I think Michigan shouldn't be in the tournament, they should probably be like an NIT team. But I still think they grab this one just because I think they got a favorable matchup. And I don't want to knock on Colorado State because they got an at-large bid and was a six seed from a non-Power 5, or I guess in college basketball, from a mid-major Um I still think they win this game. I think it's another one the last three games we've kind of discussed I think could go either way. It could go chalk and go the higher seed, or it could be an upset. Um, but mm-hmm. that game should definitely be one to keep your eye on. Yeah, next we've got three-seed Tennessee and 14-seed Longwood. Um, Tennessee's been hot, very, very, very hot, and I think they're a team who could come out of this um, they could come out of the South and really make a push for the Final Four. Um, but I've got them winning their matchup with Longwood. Um, what do you think? I definitely agree. One thing when I saw the seeds come out is I'm really confused on how Tennessee didn't get a two seed, especially with how hot they've been in the back part of the year, and then they won the SEC, which is a very tough conference to win. Um, I don't know how they didn't get a two seed, but like you said, I think they're one of those teams in this um, region that could be very dangerous if you come up against them. Next, we got seven seed Ohio State and my favorite team in this entire tournament, ten seed Loyola Chicago. I'm a Gonzaga fan, but 
every single time I see Loyola Chicago in the tournament, they're always the, the that other team that I root for when Gonzaga gets kicked out. Sister Jean. Sister Jean. <laughs> Shout out to Sister Jean. I hope that is she's still alive. She's still alive and pumping. Well, she better be at this game then. Yeah, I, I hope she gets a um. I hope she comes on out. She should play too. Yeah. Oh yeah, balling out with those uh, with those Ramblers over there. Dropping fifty a game. Oh yeah. But no, I think that they're definitely the bigger, the better, and stronger team. Um, Ohio State. They also, they also just choke a lot, and they're not very good. They're very inconsistent. Honestly, I'm not really. Sur- I'm very surprised that they got as high as a seven seed. I mean, this is where I could. I mean, you could potentially see Ohio State as that 11 seed and Michigan as that 7 seed. I don't want to see Michigan as much as I don't or Ohio State. I think I'd flip-flop them if I was the committee. Yeah, it was funny. When if uh, I don't know if you remember this, but I was watching the CBS selection show, and they were like, that's a favorable seed for the Buckeyes. And then the, the very next like graphic flip, they put Loyola Chicago on the 10 line below them as their matchup, and they went... That's not a favorable matchup, <laughs> and I thought it was really funny. Uh, like you said, I have Loyola Chicago in this game. I don't trust Ohio State's consistency to be there in this tournament, and I just think Loyola is a better team anyway. Um, so, yeah, I also have the Ramblers in that game. And in the last game in the South region, we have two-seed Villanova and 15-seed Delaware. Um, I've got Villanova winning this game just because they are – very 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 good and if they I think they they can make a deep push I mean I'd probably have them losing to Tennessee in that sweet 16 matchup just because I think that they're the better team since they've been hot I mean Villanova has two but if it comes down to it give me Tennessee in that potential matchup but Delaware is just not as strong as a team as Villanova so what do you think I'd agree. I also have Villanova in that game. Not much more to say about um, the Villanova-Delaware game. Um, I'll give my thoughts on a potential Villanova-Tennessee matchup in this, when we get to the Sweet 16. Um, but I'll take it over for the next region. I think I'm going to flip over to the East because then I'll take half the bracket. You'll take half the bracket. See how that goes. Sounds good. I think that's pretty fair if I do say so myself. Yes. Yes. So the one versus 16 seed matchup in the East is the Baylor Bears versus the 16 seed Norfolk State. Um, I have Baylor in this game. It's as simple as that. I don't think you can pick anyone. I don't think you can pick Norfolk State unless you're you go to Norfolk State. No, it works. I clicked them. But I've got Baylor winning this game too. And then the next game, the 8-9 game, I think is a very, very interesting game, if I do say so myself. You got the North Carolina Tar Heels versus the number 9 seed, the Marquette Golden Eagles. I have North Carolina in this game just because I trust them a little bit more on the offensive side of the ball. If March Madness was like December Madness, I probably would have picked Marquette in this game. Also, Marquette probably would have been like a 5 seed because they were very hot in the early to mid part of the year kind of faded a little later i think they could still be deadly i really like their coach shaka smart he always seems to do well in march but i still think north carolina pulls at least one game off in this tournament yeah i've got north carolina also i mean they've been hot recently too mm-hmm. towards the back half of the year so i just think that they're going to carry that momentum into this first round 
Especially with that offensive explosion they had in Cameron Indoor and Coach K's last game. I think they put up like 101 or something crazy like that. Like they played out of their minds um, in that game. So I think that's just, they're just going to, they're a dangerous team late to run into. Um, Kind of the same situation with Notre Dame. They just ran into a Virginia Tech team at the wrong time. Um, Because I also think that North Carolina could have challenged a little bit more if they didn't run into uh, Virginia Tech. Um, The next game, St. Mary's versus Indiana. Indiana got in via the first four. They played last night. They beat Wyoming. Uh, I have St. Mary's in this game. I've got Indiana in this game. I'm going to tell you the only reason I'm picking St. Mary's. Uh, So after the Indiana date, or it was in Dayton, excuse me. After the Indiana-Wyoming game, Indiana, their flight got delayed till 4 a.m. this morning because of plane issues. And they got in, I believe it said, at, so they, they got in at like 5.30 and they got to the hotel at 6 a.m. So you've got to think they're going to be sleeping for most of the day. And then you got to somehow prepare for St. Mary's. And they play on Thursday, which is tomorrow. So I just think... I think just this travel thing is going to screw Indiana over. I think they might take that and use it to their advantage, though. That's, I mean, that's fair. You look at St. Mary's. They beat Gonzaga once, and they thought they were on top of the world, but then they just got absolutely demolished the, their, those next two matchups. They beat Notre Dame by three. At that time, it wasn't a very good Notre Dame team either. I yeah, mean, they did, was... they did get stronger throughout the year. Yeah. I'm not going to say Notre Dame's no, bad. No, I was going to agree with you. Notre Dame played awful November, December, and then flipping the calendar year, Notre Dame just, I don't know what clicked in that team, but something just clicked. Um, but, I mean, at the time that they beat them, they, was, they weren't very good, so I don't really, I can't really trust St. Mary's. And I feel like IU, they they turn on hot, and especially, I was kind of, it was kind of, I wasn't really going to pick between Wyoming or IU, like when I was going through brackets, but... After I see them beat Wyoming, I was like, okay, maybe they got something going. So I'll give them at least one more game where I could see them winning. I mean, I'm I'm not going to disagree with you. I think Indiana has a very good shot at beating St. Mary's. I just, unless they did do what kind of what you said and they kind of play off of the travel delay and everything, I just think that's such a hard obstacle. I mean, you just played and then your flight got delayed, so you're going to be like sleeping in airplane like airplane waiting area chairs and it's a three-hour shift or jet lag so you've got to kind of adjust to that just a tad and then like i don't know and then you're probably not practicing today at the very you're probably at the very least doing a walkthrough and i i just think there's a little too much for them to overcome i think they can if they come out with the right energy i think they can beat them but i'm still going to stick with saint mary's for that reason alone um, next game is the four seed UCLA Bruins versus the thirteen seed the Akron Zips. I have UCLA winning this one. What about you? I have UCLA winning this one too. And then in the next game, the six versus eleven, I think this is one of the deadliest elevens in the tournament. It's Texas versus Virginia Tech, and I have Virginia Tech pulling the upset. As I've kind of hyped them up throughout the show, I just think they're one of the hottest teams in the country right now. And I think with Texas, they're just running into them at the wrong time. Yeah, I, I can agree. Um, I think Virginia Tech can be a team who can 
I'm gonna say this live. They could possibly get to the Elite Eight. Final, that's their ceiling as of now with how hot they've been. I think they could possibly upset, say, they play Purdue in the next round, and then after that if they play UCLA, I could definitely see them beating those teams. But I just I don't think Texas, they're not as strong as a team as they were at the beginning of the year, and I just think Virginia Tech's just going to take that and run with it. I would agree. Um, uh, you said Elite Eight. I thought Sweet 16 because they'll – uh, they're on the bottom part, so they're running to Kentucky instead of UCLA. But I do agree with you. Um, Virginia Tech, I could say a ceiling is Elite Eight because I think Kentucky does beat them probably if they both clash there. And I think they have a chance at beating Purdue. I don't like Purdue's defense. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. I think a, a good ceiling is the Elite Eight for them, and then a floor is the round of 32. Uh, the next game is Purdue versus Yale. I have Purdue in this game, even though I kind of dissed on their defense. But I just think their offensive firepower is enough to get them through the, at least this game. That's fair. Um, I've got yeah, I've, I got Purdue beating Yale also. Um, did you see that Yale's last game with how crazy the ending was? I did see the ending of the Ivy League championship. That was very, very, very that was a very crazy game, but yeah. yeah, I've got Purdue winning this one too. That game was especially crazy because Princeton was the one seed, and I think Yale was the two or th- they were the two or three. I, I just think they were the two seed. The two, so uh, it was just interesting all the way around. They weren't the favorite, and they pulled that. Out. It was it was crazy. If if you have a chance, go ahead and look up the end of the Ivy League uh, championship uh, bracket. It's really interesting. And the next one, uh, you got the seventh seed, the Murray State Racers. Versus the 10 seed, the San Francisco Dons. I have Murray State in this one. I really like. Um, they have a really good guard combo that shoots lights out. Not as good as like a John Morant type player that we had a couple years back for Murray State. But I really like this Murray State team. Yeah, I, I do too. But I'm going to have to go with San Francisco on this one. I think that they're a team who had a pretty good year. And Don't get me wrong. Murray State's only 30-2. They've lost two games. But I just think they're gonna struggle a little bit, and they're just gonna get caught. They're just gonna get caught in their own legs, and this is gonna be one of those games that you're not expecting the top team to lose. But I think that's gonna happen. Yeah, I do actually think this game is closer than I kind of said there. But I still have Murray State. They were the first team ever to go undefeated in the Ohio Valley Conference, and I think they'll kind of ride that momentum at least one game, and then in the next game. Got Kentucky and St. Peter's. I have Kentucky. I've got Kentucky, too. Yeah, kind of an easy one to pick there, if I'm being honest. Yeah. You want to take us through the Midwest, and then we'll head into the round of 32? Let's do it. So, in the first ma- in the one sixteen matchup, we have Kansas and Texas Southern. I've got Kansas in this game. Yes, yeah, have? I have Kansas as well. Okay. Not um, much to say about the one sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> and the next matchup, we've got San Diego State and Craigden. Um, I think that... Uh, I'm gonna take Craigden in this game. I've been going back and forth throughout the brackets, but I just I like Craigden and I like what they've got. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I there just I think there. that they're gonna take that and just take down San Diego State. I have Creighton as well. They were kind of a bubble team headed into the Big East tournament, and they made it all the way to the final and only lost by six to Villanova. So I think they're gonna ride their kind of hot ending to the year. And they're going to go ahead and take down San Diego State in the first round. 
Um, in the next matchup, there's the four seed Providence and 13 seed South Dakota State. I like South Dakota State in this game. I think they're gonna upset Providence. Ooh. Um, and that's my thoughts. What do you think? Um, I think Providence is overrated, but I still have them beating South Dakota State and then losing their next game. Um, I also think you skipped a game in Iowa and Richmond. Unless oh, I did. I did pick skip that game. Um, yeah, I five seed Iowa takes on twelve seed Richmond. I think that's a pretty pretty obvious who's going to win that game. Uh, Iowa's been good, and I think that they're going to just tear apart Richmond. I agree. Um, Iowa. I am going to say this kind of like we said with Virginia Tech, even though they're a little bit of a higher seed. I think their ceiling's a Final Four run. I really like how they looked at the back end of the year. They looked really good at the Big Ten tournament. Their shooting was lights out, even though they were playing games back-to-back-to-back or whatever it would have been for them. I really like that Iowa team. I'm just going to say it now. I think they have a shot at beating Kansas, and I think they have a shot at going to the Final Four. Watch out for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Say that now. In the next matchup, there's... Um, we touched on Providence, South Dakota State. Do you just want me to... Yeah, just skim by it. We okay. both pick Providence. Well, um, no, you pick South Dakota State. I pick Providence. Excuse me. Um, next, we've got LSU, 16, and the 11 seed, Iowa State. I like LSU in this game. They've been pretty good this year, and I just think that they're going to overwhelm Iowa State and just take them down. Yeah, I go Ohio, Iowa State here for one reason and one reason only. LSU fired their head coach right after the SEC tournament game, Will Wade. So even though they, they technically still have like a head coach because they brought in an intern, intern from within the program, I just think there's too much turmoil going on at the head of that basketball team. And I think Iowa State, even though they've been a little cold at the back end of the year, like they've really fizzled off, I still think they're going to win just because I think LSU is, I don't know. I just think it's one of those games that could be an upset. I could see LSU winning, but I think LSU, again, they only win one game if they do win. Yeah, I, that, I can agree with that. Um, next, we've got three-seed Wisconsin and 14-seed Colgate. I'm actually taking Colgate in this game. I know that's kind of a hot take, but I just think that, I mean, they had a good year. I mean, they're obviously in the tournament. They have a good matchup, and... I mean, they averaged 76 points a game, which is pretty good for college basketball. They were 16-2 in conference, and, I mean, I just I think that – I mean, they beat – one more thing, they beat, they beat Syracuse, who almost beat Duke, who mm-hmm. swept who almost swept Duke. Mm-hmm. So I think they've got a good shot to take them down. Yeah, I, I don't, like, fully disagree with that take. Like, I think it could happen. I'm still going to take Wisconsin, though. Um, it's, one, the safe – pick and two I really like Wisconsin's defense they always seem to um, be very stellar in big games or at least competitive um, but yeah I have Wisconsin in that game and then in the no not not yet um, you we have seven seed Wisconsin or no USC hey, and no. 10 seed Miami uh, I got Miami in this game um, they've been really good towards the back end of the year I mean they Lost to Duke, but they probably should have won that game. Yeah, there was just a lot of mental errors that mm-hmm. lost them the game. So yeah, give me Miami over USC. Um, I also have Miami. I really like that Miami team. They split their season series with Duke. They won one and then lost one in the tournament. 
They beat North Carolina by 28. They did. They beat North Carolina by 28. They split it with Virginia Tech. They beat Wake twice. I know Wake's in the NIT. I think the ACC got a little disrespected. I mean, they were down, to be fair. They were down. But I think, like, Notre Dame had a solid enough year where they didn't need to be right at the border. I think I think they can probably blame that on their slow start to the year. But I think the ACC is stronger than people think just because it had a, like, weaker middle part to their conference this year. Yeah, and then in the last round of 64 matchup, we've got Auburn and Jacksonville State. I think we both think who's going to win this one. Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, I agree there. All right, you want to get us back to the top of the round of 32? Yep, I'll take us right back up to the western region. Uh, Gonzaga and Memphis, like I said earlier with that Memphis game, I think it could be close with the talent they have, but I have Gonzaga winning this game. And with my matchup of Gonzaga and Boise State, give me Gonzaga. Ah, yes, I forgot we might have a couple mix-ups. So, yeah, we'll just state our what our matchups are and go from there. Okay. Forgot about that. I was like, oh, we're just the same people. Yep. No, we are not the same people. We have different match or different matchups in the second round. Um, my UConn, my, yeah, my UConn and Arkansas in the next round that'll eventually play Gonzaga, at least to who I think. And I have UConn winning this game. I've got UConn and Vermont and... As much as I'm loving on, uh, so much as I've been loving on Vermont throughout this podcast, I mean, I think that they have a chance to upset UConn, um, and I think they do. Uh, I know you, I, I like UConn. I mean, Kemba Walker, current Knicks guard, not playing anymore. Guard, <laughs> quote unquote, guard, quote unquote, Knicks player. Um, I just, I, I think Vermont's gonna be hot. They're going to be ready, and they're going to be rolling, steamrolling through the tournament. But, yeah, I got them over UConn. Ooh, you have Vermont in the Sweet 16. I do. Nice. I mean, I definitely think it's possible. I think they got a favorable little, like, quadrant there. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see that happening, but I have UConn in, in that I one. I will say I do not have them beating Gonzaga. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. Okay. But let's just keep going. Yeah, I do, I do like – I think – Kind of how we've done this ceiling floor thing for teams. I think a ceiling for them is the Sweet 16. Like, Mm -hmm. they could make it there because, like I said before, they have a favorable bracket. Mm -hmm. Um, In the next matchup, I have Alabama versus Texas Tech. I have Texas Tech taking this game. I got that same matchup, and I, too, have Texas Tech winning that game. Yeah, I kind of stated my praises for Texas Tech. I think they've got a nice mixture of youth and experience on that roster. And then my final matchup is Davidson versus Duke and I have Duke winning. I've got Davidson versus Duke and I have Davidson winning. Ooh, spicy. I think I think Duke losing to Virginia Tech is going to shake them more than people realize and even more that. than they realize. Yeah. They're a very talented team uh-huh. and they deserve to be a two seed. I could even argue for a one seed, but they didn't win the tournament. Yeah. So. If they won the tournament, I think Baylor would have been a two seed and they would have been a one seed. But I think that they have an easy enough matchup their first game to where that they're just going to put up probably 80 or 90 points, maybe 100 points. Yeah, I but agree with that. I was going to say this in the next round because I have a take that I wanted to say about Duke um, when I thought they had a more difficult matchup. But I will say I think Duke's always young just because they do have a lot of one and dones, so they don't have a whole lot of experience. Um, and I think their youth sometimes catches up with, with catches up with them. When you're a veteran, you've got a little bit more experience. You've seen more things. So this Duke team, 
I don't know what their worst loss is. I could probably go look and... Uh, so they lost... Uh, Ohio State 5. I don't know what their largest loss is, but they lost pretty heavily to Virginia Tech. And I feel like that can sometimes rattle a young team. Like you've kind of said, you think it could hurt them more than they realize and maybe some of us realize. So I could see them going down to Davidson. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I was going to say that in the next game, but I'll just say I think their youth could hinder them more than it's going to help them. I, I, I understand that. Yeah. Um, next, in the next region, we have the East region. Um, I've got some interesting takes, so be buckled, be buckled in. Snapped on in. I buckled my seatbelt. So in the first matchup, we have the one-seed Baylor and the eight-seed North Carolina Tar Heels. I have North Carolina upsetting Baylor in this game. I I think it could happen. The only reason I don't want to do it, and it's more so for the fact that I don't want to ruin my like, like whole bracket by putting North Carolina in the Sweet 16, is I think they could lose them in, the, in their first game against Marquette. If I thought they had an easier game there and then could do it to Baylor, which I think they can, I'd probably pick North Carolina. But I don't want to have them in the Sweet 16 ruin that full top. So it's more so to preserve my bracket than anything. So I I do want a good bracket. That's fair. But I'm going Baylor, but like you've kind of said, I think North Carolina could be one of those teams that gets into the Sweet 16, even though you might not fully expect it. In the second matchup, the 12-4 matchup, we have Indiana, or I have Indiana, taking on UCLA. And I've got Indiana winning this game. Ooh. I do. Ooh. I like like the Hoosiers. Ooh. They've they've been good, and I think that they've got a shot. Spicy. I think they've got a shot to get to the Sweet 16, but I have UCLA. I have St. Mary's in in that second round. We kind of went over that whole... Indiana storyline earlier when we they had their first matchup. Um, and for that reason, I have UCLA in the Sweet 16. But I, d- I really think that Indiana pick in the Sweet 16 is nice. Uh, I like how they've looked at the back end of the year. Oh, and then you got, yeah, just their team all around is looking good. But in the next game, we got the 11 seed Virginia Tech taking on 3 seed Purdue. I have Virginia Tech taking down Purdue. Um, I just I don't see Purdue going very far in the tournament. I feel like they are a lot higher seeded than they should. I'd probably flop them with. I mean, if you look at the teams in the East, I'd maybe switch them with. I don't know, maybe flip flop them in UCLA. I yeah, that's who I was gonna say. Because if you were gonna talk about flip flopping them, I would have said UCLA. So I mean, that's I feel like they should be the four seed UCLA, be the three seed, but. Uh, we're not on the committee. Um, but, yeah, what do you think? Um, I have Purdue, and the only reason I have Purdue is I think one thing that really drove Virginia Tech through the ACC tournament is their use of their big guys because they have some really talented big guys on their starting lineup. But Purdue has a 7-4 center and then Travion Williams off the bench. And they have like they always seem to have that really tall guy, and I think they have enough to, like, deal with that because one thing Virginia Tech leans on is getting some of those offensive boards and getting the putbacks but if you put a 7-4 center in there I think that kind of negates your ability to get those offensive boards so I think Purdue does win that game but like we said before I do think Virginia Tech could make a very strong showing at this tournament and go to the Sweet 16 and then in the last matchup we've got 
10 seed San Francisco and 2 seed Kentucky. I got Kentucky winning this game. I don't see them having any complications or yeah. any bumps in this game. I don't either. I have Murray State. You had San Francisco. Um, but, yeah, I think Kentucky wins this one. Okay. I'll take us right on up to the south region. And uh, my first game is Arizona versus TCU. That's the one versus the nine. I have Arizona winning this game. I really like the look of this Arizona team, and I think they're one of the teams that could win it all. Um, what are your thoughts on that game? Yeah, I as much as I was sweet-talking TCU earlier, I've got Arizona winning this game. Yeah, I like the cut of their jib. Uh, in the next game, I have Houston versus Illinois, and I have Houston winning that game. I've got UAB and Chattanooga. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting matchup, but I don't know. I mean, I got UAB winning that game. I think they're the better out of the two higher seeds in that region. Um, but I just think there are two teams who are going to really take that. They're really going to take advantage of them being in the tournament and really making some noise. Yeah, I could see that happening. I, I really like both of the 12 and the 13 seeds in this region. I do have both of them losing, but I think there it's a very strong um, little like quadrant, if you will, where one of those high seeds could come out and get to the Sweet 16. So that game should be interesting. The next one is, for me at least, the 11 seed Michigan versus the 3 seed Tennessee. I have Tennessee. Um, I think Michigan, they got a little lucky with getting – I don't want to say – I keep beating up on Colorado State like they're not good, but they got an at-large bid and they were the six seeds, so they're not awful. But I think it's favorable in the terms of when you think college basketball, you don't think Colorado State in that in that sense. But I think Tennessee, like we've been talking all podcast long, they're a very hot team, and I think they do take down Michigan. Yeah, I've got Colorado State taking on Tennessee, and I've got Tennessee winning also. And then the very last one in that region is Loyola Chicago versus Villanova, and I have Villanova winning. I've got Loyola Chicago winning. Ooh. They're, like I said, just not just because I like them and I'm a fan of them, I just think they, they're always that one team that likes to make noise and can take down the big teams. You have a fair point. I could see it happening, but I think this Villanova, they're kind of similar to... Texas Tech, I think they've got a nice balance of experience and youth. Like Colin Gillespie and I think it's Jermaine Samuels both played on the last national championship winning team for Villanova. So they've been here before. They know how this goes. So I think Villanova is one of those teams you've got to kind of look out for just because they have that type of experience that not many teams are going to have. That is fair. I just I saw that in the I think it was between the um, big after the Big Ten championship game ended and the start of the selection show they had Jay Wright come on and he mentioned that and I was like I would have never thought of that but I just really like the point he made I know he's that coach and he's supposed to hype up his own team but I just really like the point that he made that is fair and to the next region the Midwest region the first matchup we have the or I have the one seeded Kansas and the nine seed Craigton and I like Kansas in that game yeah I have the same matchup and I have the same winner and the next you're gonna you're gonna find this next one very interesting and the next matchup I have five seed Iowa and 13 seed South Dakota State and I have South Dakota State winning ooh see I have Iowa and Providence in that game. Um, I think South Dakota State could win against Providence, 
but I do not see them beating Iowa. I really liked the look of Iowa in the Big Ten cha- tournament, the whole tournament long. Um, I think they could have been a little bit of a higher seed. I might have even flipped Providence and Iowa as far as seeds go. Um, but I have Iowa winning that game, and I kind of already stated my Iowa praises and a little earlier in the show. But, yeah, I have Iowa winning that game. Uh, in the next matchup, I've got LSU and Colgate, and I've got LSU steamrolling in that game, and I got them in the Sweet 16. Yeah. I have Wisconsin and Iowa State, and I have Wisconsin winning that game. Um, if LSU makes it to that game, I still think Wisconsin I, – I don't know. I haven't seen enough of Colgate to really think anything of them, but I, I just – I like this Wisconsin team. I think – like I've said with a couple other teams, they've got experience that we don't see too often in like the modern day college basketball uh, era. So I just think Wisconsin will have the experience to get to the Elite Eight. That is fair. And in the last matchup, we have Miami and Auburn, and I've got Auburn winning by double figures in this one. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, I have Auburn as well. I'm not really going to say too much more about that. I know we kind of hyped up, or at least I hyped up Miami a little bit just because I wanted wanted to put some respect on the ACC's name. Put some respect on their name. Yeah, you get it. But uh, I do think Auburn just has more talent in this one. Um, In this next one, or in the next round, I think we'll just go all the way to the end of the uh, tournament. So we'll go... Well, I have one person go Sweet 16 to the National Championship game since there's just so few matchups. So I'll go down one side, you'll go down the other side. Sound good? Like, you talk, you go through your Sweet 16, and I go through my Elite Eight. You do Final Four. No, I was just thinking we'd go... Th- so I'd, I'll just go do the first one. Well, I'll do the first region, and I'll kind of show you what I'm envisioning. Oh, like the winners? Yeah, yeah. So we'll do what we did. Okay. But we'll just, like, fill it all the way in through the National Championship. Oh, uh, Okay. You're following now. You're following. Yep. So I'm back in the West region. So I've got Gonzaga and UConn in the Sweet 16, and I have Gonzaga taking it. In the East, I've got... No, no, no. Do the same game. Oh, yep, yep, yep. (laughs) I've got Gonzaga and Davidson winning their matchups, and they're going to face each other in the Elite Eight. Okay. Yeah, I see where you're going now. I have Texas Tech coming out of that bottom part. Um, I had Duke against them, and like I kind of stated before, I was going to bring up my Duke point when they lost, which I have them losing to Texas Tech here then. But as I said earlier, I think the youth is going to catch up to Duke and Texas Tech. Like I've said before, and I don't want to be too repetitive, I think that um, Duke's youth is just going to catch up to them. And then we'll go down to the East region. And I've got a Baylor and UCLA in the top part of that Sweet 16, and I have UCLA winning. I've got North Carolina and IU in that first matchup, and I've got North Carolina, then Virginia Tech and Kentucky, and i got Kentucky winning that one. Yeah, I have Kentucky coming out of the bottom. I think Kentucky has got a pretty easy road as far as roads go. And then we'll head back up to the west, pick our Elite Eight here, and... I've got Gonzaga winning that game. That is... Wait, do you, do you just talk about your Elite Eight? Yeah. Whoa, I'll go down to the bottom. I have Kentucky winning the bottom. Now I have the final four matchup of Gonzaga and Kentucky. So, f- 
Okay. Do, do your lead eight for that side. Okay. And then we'll get to the final four. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. Uh. I've got Gonzaga and Kentucky in the final four, and then I've got Loyola, Chicago, and Auburn in the final four in the bottom. Yeah, on the other side, I have Auburn and Arizona on the other side. So I'm not too interesting with mine. I've got ones and two seeds in my final four. But I think these four teams are probably the four best teams um, in the country. They had the best seasons. Um, I think the only thing that could stop one of these teams from getting there is Auburn's guards. I think they've got really good big men in Walker Kessler and Jabari Smith, but I don't know if I fully trust their guards yet. So if their guards can click, this team can win a national title. You heard it here first. If they don't click, they could have an exit as soon as the round of 32 against Miami. That is fair. Um, my f- my championship matchup, I've got Gonzaga and Loyola Chicago. And you want to hear my winner? Who's your winner? I got Loyola Chicago beating Gonzaga. <laughs> I do. I have Gonzaga and Arizona in the final, and I have Gonzaga winning. Okay. Um, what do you think a score would be in the final? What do I, you think I, in there? I think it's going to be a very, very, very close game, just like that Gonzaga-UCLA game last year. I got them winning. I've got Loyola Chicago winning in a high game, 88-87. Yeah, I have Gonzaga beating Arizona 82-75. Okay. So that'll do it for our March Madness. Patrick, in a shocker, had Loyola Chicago winning the national championship, and I had the Gonzaga Bulldogs. We'll see what happens. But we'll see you next week, people. Bye-bye.